When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast universe of lore behind the Mass Effect games. We'll talk about all the details you may have missed, ask the hard questions, and more. All right. Welcome, friends. This is the Mass Effect Lorecast, and this is our very special end of September patron episode slash Mass Effect Lorecast quiz show. This is your host, Tom or Robots. I'm here, as usual, with our Mass Effect expert, lore, lore expert. Can I call you that, Sam? <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> anything that anything that 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 uh, I'm called today, I, I guess I can go for it uh, just for today, at least. Anything um, at all. I, all right. You guys heard. You I guys heard that. You can call them whatever you want. I don't know all of the lore. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I know everything in the game, uh, <laughs> the games rather. Um, but I do know enough to have written the questions for this trivia show that we're about to hold. So I'm, I'm yes. pretty anxious about yes. that. So we have a bunch of people here today. I'm just going to go down the list. We're all going to wave at the camera. Hello to everyone. We have Turbo Toboggan, Lena, Andrew, Psych, Genesis, uh, N7 Legend, who is here, myself, Sarah, Sovereign, Teacup, Trevor, and Sovcell. Sovcell? Did I? I'm in here twice. Right? I'm cheating. You're in here twice. Yeah. Why? That's weird. Okay. So we've got we've got a few people here. Can I? I guess I could make a uh, Sovereign not show up on stream, huh? Um, yeah, that's my audio. That's your audio. Okay. There we go. Uh, hi, non-video participants. There we go. And um, we're, you know, we're still getting stuff set up, I guess you could say. But we are here. We are ready to go. And how is this going to work, Sam? How does this thing work? Well, we're going to be we're going to be generous right at the start, start of this because we have all of these participants here. If you are not watching the video part of this, you might want to tune in to the new Mass Effect Lorecast YouTube channel because we've moved everything over from the Robots Radio YouTube channel to the Mass Effect Lorecast YouTube channel. So go look this up if you're not part of our live show. If you're part of our live show, welcome to the live show. You guys can chime in with your own answers to the questions because our contestants should not be watching the live show right now because it would be giving away some things. So don't do it. Don't do it, contestants. Do not look because they might be giving you the wrong answers anyway. So don't trust them. Don't trust them. They might be fooling you. All right. So here we go. So everybody who is a contestant right now could potentially win this. And what does that mean, Sam? What could they potentially win? So uh, they could potentially win, of course, the bragging rights over all other patrons of the Mass Effect lore cast to say that, hey, you know what? Of all of the people who support this show, an awesome show, might I add, uh, of all of the people who support this show, so humble. I'm the one with the most advanced knowledge. Uh, of course, they could say that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But then there's also another little treat that we've included on this. And I'm not sure if we want to put it on screen right now. 
but it's something that Tom and I have picked out that I think would do very well in helping whoever wins this trivia contest to brag about it and sport their knowledge very publicly. Um, of course they can make this thing that they get, they could include it on their new avatar. I would include, I, I would encourage that at least for the discord channel that we have going. Um, but they could also wear it physically because it, it, it is a physical thing that they can wear. Yeah. I should have prepped the image shirt. for this. I don't actually have the image ready, but well, so, okay. So I'm sure everybody's chomping at the bit. What is it? Right. Uh, so it is the medal of valor. That is the same achievement that is awarded to anyone who completes Mass Effect on insanity level difficulty. Uh, so it is the medal of valor. And of course, you can pin it on your shirt or you can just take a picture of it and use it as your discord uh, photo. Like I said, it's kind of up to you. Uh, but I figure that that would be a nice little way to sport your expertise of the lore every month that we have these patron chats yes so the winner we will be sending out a medal of valor to the winner we'll be shipping it to you so whoever wins this will get their own medal of valor you get to pin it on your shirt you can wear it on future chats you can show it off on camera as as you will forever have been a winner of this quiz show wear it nice and proud put it as your your picture on the discord so bragging rights and you can wear it for everyone to see so this will be awesome and we need to get started with the show though because we've got three different segments potentially a fourth the first segment we will have some questions each question will be worth a certain number of points there will be numbered questions the second part we will have multiple choice and in the third part you will get to wager your points so you will have a chance to catch up so by the end it all comes down to that. And to start out, you will start with a thousand points, a thousand credits. We're just going to call these credits. So at the top left of your paper, your whiteboard, give yourself a thousand credits to start just for being here, starting with a thousand points. Congratulations. You're already up a thousand points. Look at that. All right. We'll call this the enlistment ceremony. The enlistment ceremony. Congratulations. You have been enlisted. Here's your bonus. Here's your bonus. This is your starting bonus. A thousand credits. Do with it what you will. Don't spend it all in one place. All right. Here we go. Question number one. All of these questions are answered with simply a number. Simply a number. Question number one. Everybody needs to write down your answer on the boards and then hold it up in front of the camera so that we can see that the answer is, in fact, correct or incorrect. Each of these questions is worth an extra 25 credits. Here we go. Answer question number one. How many Citadel Counselor members are there after the end of Mass Effect 1? Again, how many Citadel Council members are there after the end of Mass Effect 1? Don't show your answers yet. Don't show your answers yet. Don't give away the answers. Don't give away the answers. It may or may not be right. Don't give away the answers. When I say ready to show them, we will all show them at the same time. All right. Show your answers. Everybody show your answers. The correct answer is four. If you put the answer four, give yourself 25 extra points. The correct answer is four. Why is the answer four, Sam? Well, that would, of course, be the Turians, the Asari, and the Salarians, but also the humans. 
uh, because we are talking about after the end of Mass Effect 1. So the humans at that point have gained a seat at the council. Plus 25 points. There you go. Combat Vet got an extra 25 points. And if you are in chat right now, you can keep your own points going to see if you can beat our contestants. This is a lot of fun. If you're playing at home later on, keep your points as well. If you're listening on the podcast, keep your own points going. We'll see if you can beat them by the end of the show because this will be a lot of fun as well for you. All right. Question number two. How many years after the first contact war, also known as the Relay 314 incident, does Mass Effect 1 begin? We're looking for a specific number of years. How many years after the first contact war? Don't show your answers yet. Also known as the Relay 314 incident, does Mass Effect 1 begin? Number of years. We're just going to give you a few seconds here. How many years? Just about three more seconds. Put an answer down. Two. One. All right, show your answers. All the answers are up. If you put down 26, give yourself 25 more points. Sam, 26, damn it. 26 years, huh? Oh, we got it. We got it. Damn it. <laughs> it is. It is 26. Um, it is 26. And that's kind of unbelievable considering some of the dialogue that was included in the first game, because uh, Navigator Presley says that I, I think he says that his grandfather served in the first contact war. And at that point, uh, Navigator Presley looks like he is well into what in the Mass Effect universe would probably be his 70s or 80s, considering that people live to about 150 then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to wonder, like, what was his grandfather doing in that war <laughs> only 26 years ago? <laughs> All right, question number three. How old is Commander Shepard at the beginning of Mass Effect 1? At the start of Mass Effect 1, how old is Commander, whatever you named them, Shepard? Give you a few seconds. Chat. You can always chime in with your thoughts on this one. The age of Commander Shepard, beginning of Mass Effect 1. Three seconds. Got your answers down. Two. One. All right. Show them. We've got a few different answers here. We've got 26, 29, 32, 28. Ooh. And the correct answer is 29. Not quite no. 30. No, no, we got to no. We got to It all depends on whether or not you play before or after April on whether or not Shepard starts out as 28 or 29. Oh. Before oh. or after April? His birthday. In the real world, is it based sure. on a real world time thing? Oh, I see. I see. Um, you know what? That's a good point. And I think we should probably give plus or minus one. one so on 28 or 29 is correct. OK, so if you put yeah. 28, or that's a fair point. If you put 28 or 29, give yourself 25 points. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm apparently crap at math because I keep getting one off. Oh, no. Just oh, that's rough. All right. Let's do a quick point check. Who is up 75 points? Because you got all of the first three answers correct. We've got a f one hand. Sav. Sav is the only one so far with all three answers correct. Sav is in the lead. Congratulations. All right. Here we go. Question four. Sovereign. Sovereign, right. Uh, 
Question four. In what year does humanity discover a cache of Prothean data on Mars, leading them to Mass Effect technology and FTL flight? We're looking for a year. What year does humanity discover a cache of Prothean data on Mars, leading them to Mass Effect technology and faster than light flight or travel? Looking for a year. I'll give you a hint. This is in the common era. That was a big hint. I know that was that was a really that was a really big hint. This was not in the uh, ancient. Yeah, you might you might as well just give it to him before common era times. This was <laughs> this was closer to our current day than not. When we were walking upright. <laughs> this is when we were walking. This is <laughs> this is when we were, uh, you know, uh, Homo sapiens. <laughs> All right, let's see the answers. Show your answers. What do we have? We've got a few different numbers here up on the screen. Most of them starting with a two thousand. Right in the we're in the right ballpark here. The number is two thousand one hundred and forty-eight. If you got the year two thousand one hundred and forty-eight, give yourself twenty-five points. Any commentary on this one, Sam? Uh, well, just that it is the very beginning of Mass Effect 1 where this is revealed through the uh, little text block that we're given a la, you know, in a, in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> you know, that kind of <laughs> text block. Um, so this is one of the very first details that players might notice. Mm-hmm. Okay, question number five. Around how many years is each cycle before Reapers harvest all advanced organic life? We talked about this in a very recent episode. This came up very recently. Around how many years is each cycle before Reapers harvest all advanced organic life? Number of years. I'll give you another hint. It is more than three. Three. Can you imagine if they came every three years? That would be a lot of work. Uh, well, humanity would definitely still be in its infancy. <laughs> they'd, be like, they'd be like, they come back into the galaxy. Same thing as three years ago. All right. Back yeah, out again. Same shit, different day. Same shit Reapers again. Just wow. flying off with a bunch of babies. <laughs> really no evolutionary progress. Back out. All right. Let's see your let's see your your number of years. What do you guys put? We've got fifty thousand, fifty thousand, fifty thousand, fifty thousand, fifty thousand, fifty thousand, and fifty thousand. I think I think you We've all put fifty thousand. Fifty thousand, fifty thousand. And I think that you all got the correct answer. Congratulations. Twenty-five points. They cleaned up that one. They must listen to the podcasts. Yeah, I I think that we have some <laughs> podcast listeners here, if not codex readers. <laughs> codex readers. All right, question number six, not counting. Not counting sub variations, how many endings can you choose from in Mass Effect 3? So these are main variations. How many endings can you choose from in Mass Effect 3? 
I should have like, like thinking music. Does a rage quitting count as an ending? Uh, no. Oh no. What, you don't have the rights to Jeopardy? Is that, no, no I, I, I don't. <laughs> the SCP music? Um, I'd have That's to change. That's the end of the SCP episodes. Oh, that is the end of the SCP episodes, you're right. You have got to be kidding me. I could use that quote <laughs> every time. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's see. I think you. I think a lot of you guys are going to get going to get this one right. We need a number. We don't need a list. Number of endings. All right, let's let's see them. How many? Dun 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 dun. I see a three. I see a three. I see a three. I see a three. I see a fuzzy thing. I think that's a four. I see a four. The correct answer for twenty five points is. Or said not said, including subplots, not including sub variations, not Sam? including sub variations. Yep. Um, so I mainly threw that caveat in there because if you did include sub uh, sub variations, then you would get into the well, there's the destroy ending, but then there's the destroy ending where everyone dies and there's the destroy ending. But then there's this destroy ending where only like a few people die. And you see what I mean? Um, so what I meant was there are four main endings to Mass Effect three, which are control, refuse, uh, or control, synthesis, destroy, and refuse. Okay, so it's how many decisions, how many decision options do you have at the end of Mass Effect, not how many endings are there? Well, yeah, you could, end, you could word it like that. I thought you meant pre-DLC, meaning without the choose and do nothing option. So that's why I put three, because the do nothing option was added with the extended cut this one is fairly vague should we give everybody points on this one due to the vagaries yeah, around it all right yeah we, we got some tough ones coming up so all right let's let's go ahead and give everyone all right points. I, I think, think I, everyone did three I think at this least. this counts depending on when you play through the game too right due to the if you have the dlc or not so yeah that's right okay so everybody gets points on this one congratulations you argued you argued well we will i think that a valid rational argument should be uh respected i think that we live in a world where rational arguments should get more respect congratulations all right here we go next question how many currently existent sentient races are widely known about throughout the milky way galaxy this one's interesting again how many currently existent sentient races currently existent sentient races are widely known about throughout the Milky Way galaxy. Count them in your heads. Yeah, I think we can we can probably extend the uh, <laughs> the timer on this one because it might yeah. take a little while. For Give it to some count, thought. So. Give it some thought. The number is more than three. That's my hint. That's my, you know, I'm helping you guys out here. So you got that going for you. We got some guesses in the live chat here. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but I will give you a hint. They are more than three. This episode is called more than three, more than three. This, this episode is brought to you by the number more than three by the letter three. Threeve. 
Uno, dos, tres. Trace, which means three in Espanol. Uh, it's really hard to concentrate when you keep saying a number. <laughs> <laughs> Dead space is bad on All a right, podcast we'll and also bad for thinking. <laughs> All right, we'll give you a few more seconds. Just as a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> just as a reminder to uh everyone in chat uh you're very, you're free to guess you know whatever questions uh that you have answers to and as a reminder to all of our patrons um it, it probably doesn't behoove you to listen to chat because i've watched a few of these episodes on the on the elder scrolls one <laughs> and, and as you know tom chat likes messing with lotus quite a lot oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah, we do these sometimes with our um, our Elder Scrolls group, and and my co-host Lotus ends up being one of the contestants often. Uh, in fact, we've had shows where we've had like Lotus verse somebody else, and chat will sometimes give Lotus purposely bad information. So sometimes it's better not to pay attention to chat. We're gonna do an episode of um, this week with the Fallout Lorecast where we're gonna do. Uh, quest title like quest name or bad sci-fi movie <laughs> oh that's a that's a good contest yes it's gonna be fun we're gonna have a good time all right i think we're at we're at the time limit here put your answers down just gotta just gotta commit to a number all right everybody show your numbers here we go We've got some numbers on the screen. We have everything from 19 to 12, 13, 11, 12, 1, 1. No, that's 10. It's backwards. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> 01. It's actually 10. All right. Let's see. The correct answer is 13. 13. I forgot the Vorcha. Yeah. Sam? Are you counting the yog or not? Because Sam, I, yeah, I'm list, so confused if I should count them. We are, <laughs> list them we out are for us. not counting the yog because they are not widely known about. Mm. Mm. Yeah, list, are them, you, list them out for us. Are Sam. we, uh, are we counting the reapers these? and the geth? Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, I actually am counting the geth, but not the reapers because they do not live in the Milky Way. Sovereign. Did you count the Protheans since they technically do? They are not. I would not say that the Prothean race currently exists <laughs> throughout the Milky Way. No. So humans, Asari, collectors. Humans, Asari, Turians, Solarians, Drell, Hanar, Batarians, Karians, Geth, Elcor, Volus, Vorcha. Yeah, and to, and to answer, um, I, I didn't see who asked it, but I would not count the collectors either because as far as I'm concerned, they are a little more than Prothean versions of husks. So, okay. yeah. Like the Mass Effect Council of Nicaea. <laughs> I think we're getting off on tangents. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, a lot of people aren't going to get that, but that's hilarious to me. I like that. Um, okay, so, I enjoyed that joke. I lot. enjoyed that joke a lot, too. Uh, so 25 points if you put 13. Moving on to number eight, we've got, not including the Citadel, how many main mission planets are there in Mass Effect 1? Not including the Citadel, how many main mission planets are there in Mass Effect 1? 
So think through where you go, Mass Effect 1, for only the main missions. It's shorter than it feels like. <laughs> this is why I regret driving around in the Mako, because now I'm forgetting which ones were main missions and which one was just me. Just tooling around in that Mako, trying to not flip yourself over. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You gotta think through those. All right. We're not going to give you a ton of time on this one because we only have so much time for the show and we might have to skip the rest of these questions because we got we have more questions than we have time to get through because we, we got to get to the multiple choice questions. So we might have to skip some of these. I think we can. I think we can get through the other two number uh, questions. We've we got three because more. Because the last one, we've got the last one should be pretty quick. We got three more. So we're on question eight of 11. Oh, yeah. I meant the 11th one as a tiebreaker. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Ready? Show your answers. We got some fives, six, a z- a four. I think it's a four. Yep. All right. The correct, the correct answer is six. Eden Prime, Therum, Pharos, Noveria, Vermeer, and Ilos. All right. I see some cheering. I see some cheering and some. No, that was me just saying crap over and over. <laughs> crap, crap, crap. I see some crap. Son of a bitch. 25 <laughs> points if you put six. All right. Number nine. How many potential squad mates are there in Mass Effect 2, including the DLC? How many potential squad mates are there in Mass Effect Dos 2 including DLC? Uh. Uh, What's up, Turbo uh, Toboggan? Turbo's got a question. I got a question. Does that include the Shadow Broker? Includes all of the DLC. Okay. Total number of squad mates. Mass Effect. Just as a, just as a clarification, this will make it easier for people to visualize, I think. When you're playing Mass Effect 2 and you look at the squad mate screen... Think about that screen. Think about how many people are on there. Don't remember, but okay. Seeing a bunch of silhouettes, but nothing like fine, like nothing concrete. <clears throat> All right. You guys ready? Here we go. Show your answers. All right, we've got a bunch of answers in here. We've got a bunch of different numbers. If you put 12 or 13. Yes, and there's a very specific reason behind that. Uh, if you put 12, then you likely listed Garrus, Thane, Legion, Tally, Samara, Kasumi, Zaid, Jacob, Miranda, Morden, Jack, and Grunt. But you could have also listed Morinth. So that would technically bring it to 13 potential squad mates. Um, as Turbo Toboggan brought up, it would be conceivable that you would list Liara as well. Um, I would not consider Liara a potential squad mate because she is kind of very temporary uh, for the game. Um, so I think counting Samara and Morinth as two separate people and making the total 13 uh, gives it a good margin of error since we're accepting 12 as well. 
So 12 or 13, 25 points. All right, question number 10. What is the max amount of credits you can get in Mass Effect 1? Mass amount, or max amount of credits in Mass Effect 1. Throw in an answer. I'm only going to give you a few seconds to come up with this one. Three, two, one. Let's see what you put. I see a whole lot of nines. There's a lot of nines. A whole lot of nines. 75,000. If you put 999, comma, 999, comma, 999. I'm so sorry. I, I actually had a typo in this. It is nine. Nine 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 nine. So it's 9,999,999. So you did typo that, Co- yes. Correct. Uh, yeah, I, I fell asleep on the keyboard. <laughs> on the, specifically no. the 9 key. So 9,999,999 is the correct answer. If you put that, you got 25 extra points. All right, what are the totals? Where are we at right now? Let's, let's see how many points you guys have. Who Has anybody gotten everything right so far? Has anybody gotten eight out of the ten correct? We've got sixteen seventy-five. We've got an eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. Oh, two thousand twenty-five. So, That's pretty solid. So we've had ten questions so far, uh, and each of those questions has been worth twenty-five points. Mm-hmm. So that comes to a maximum of 250 points or credits rather, uh, that you could add on to your 1000 credit, uh, balance at the beginning. <laughs> I can't math. Apparently. Can't math. So the highest, the highest amount of points you could have is 1,250 points. If you got them all right. I went from and... 1075 to 2000. <laughs> so 25 points per question. So go back through, look through your questions. If you mark them right, add 25 points for each question. So 1,225, nine right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess it helps when you don't go by uh, 75. Yeah, actually, you know what? Um, am I, I'm thinking yeah. about it now. You might want to just denote mark, mark them how right many or wrong. questions of, of each question of each category yeah that you've gotten right or wrong right and then we can calculate it at the end so just make a note yeah. if you got the question Give right it a or check wrong. or an x when you get them right or wrong all right multiple choice coming up next here we go all you have to do is put a b c d or e here's the first question on which planet does Shepard receive a vision from a prothean artifact of a cro-magnon hunter's memories a Garvig, B, Elitania, C, Eden Prime, D, Gay Hinnom. Am I pronouncing these right? I'm so bad at pronouncing things. You are, yep. Uh, E, Ilos. I'm so bad at pronouncing words, names, places. I'm really bad at it, so I apologize. Even if I've heard them. makes it easy. Yeah, even, even when I've heard them, when I read them again, I'm just like, out the door. So... Again, A, Garvig, B, Elitania, C, Eden Prime, D, Gay Hinnom, or E, Ilos. Maybe I'll let uh, Sam do the, I'll, I'll read the question. You can read out the potential answers. Drum roll, please. <laughs> uh, the correct answer to this question. Oh, wait, which... wait, 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 show the answers. Show the answers. Yep. 
Show the answers. the answers. All right. So I see B, I see B, I see B, I see one C, I see, uh, is that C? I see another C and I see another B. Okay. Okay. Um, so the answers were either, uh, I saw people answer either Elatanya or Eden Prime. The answer is Elatanya B. So, so B, if you put B, you got that one correct. Congratulations. It's such a pretty planet name. I love it. Elatanya. It is, it is beautiful. Um, and for particular listeners, they might remember that it's my favorite side planet mission in Mass Effect 1 uh, because it is that exact planet where you receive that um, text-based vision, uh, which isn't really a vision at all, but it's super cool, super ancient aliens-esque. Has like that unique model. It's like the only model that's kind in the game. That's what makes it cool, I think. Yeah. So, question number two, multiple choice. What is the elusive man's true name? A. Donovan Hawk. B. Steve Bannon. C. Terrence Bolia. D. Jack Harper. E. Jeff Moreau. Again, A. Donovan Hawk. B, Steve Bannon, C, Terrence Bolia, D, Jack Harper, E, Jeff Moreau. Yes, I indeed did have fun writing these questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or uh, Combat Vet in chat writes, uh, F, LeBron James. (laughs) (laughs) All right, show your answers. We got some D's, we got some A's, we got some other answers. What is the correct answer, Sam? Yeah, I see D, I see A. Uh, The correct answer is indeed D, Jack Harper. And um, for those of you who know that from primary source material, uh, props to you because that would come prime, that would only come from external media from the mass effect universe um as far as i know unless there's something in the games that actually indicates that jack harper is the true identity of the elusive man but as far as i know that only comes from external media meaning the the, uh the books the comics things like that external media um so yeah i used to think his name was tim and then i realized it was the elusive man background i almost wrote tim as an option i almost just wrote tim <laughs> tim the enchanter um it right. would have been a good plot twist if joker was the elusive man though oh god <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> i've been the elusive man the whole time how you've been on the freaking ship piloting it don't ask by me the way ways. um Answer C there, Terrence Balea. Uh, if that sounds familiar, that's because that is a play on the Hulk Hogan's name, Terry Balea. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and here's and the of Steve course, Bannon guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Steve anyone Bannon. who, oh who appreciated God. that joke uh, probably keeps up with the news a lot. I mean, he's basically uh, the elusive man anyway. If, if Steve Bannon's the elusive man, humanity might be more screwed than we think. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, and- uh, let's move away from politics. Why don't we move on to the next question? <laughs> All right. So who is the Spectre assigned to evaluate Commander Shepard for entry into the Spectres? I'm going to let you read these names, Sam. Sure thing. Uh, so A, Jondam Bao. B, Televasir. C, Avidus Rix. D, 
Nihilus Kyrick, or E, none of the above. Oh, you did the grade school thing. You did the none of the I above did. thing. I did the mind fuck thing. Uh, whoever invented <laughs> so that. So I'll read that. I'll mm. read that list again since I did put none of the above. Um, A, Jondam Bao. B, Televasir. C, Avidus Rix. D, Nihilus Kyrick. Or E, none of the above. All right, time to show your answers. See what you guys put. I see, I see a bunch of a uh, bunch of D's. What is the answer? Yeah, I see a bunch of D's. Uh, so D is in fact the answer. Nihilus is the specter assigned to evaluate Commander Shepard for entry into the specters. Very nice. Very good job, everybody. All right, question number four. Have me doubting the last name. Mm, mm, yeah, then that yeah. makes me want to do the none Maybe of the above. That's what caught me up. Yeah, Nihilus is pretty iconic, you know? And then you think about Kyrick. Is it, was Kyrick it? Hmm? All right, question number four. Especially when you put that none of the above. Yeah. So who is an avid fan of literature and poetry out of this list? Morden Solis, Thane, Caden Alenko, Jack or Ashley Williams. Again, Morden Solis, Thane, Caden Olenko, Jack, or Ashley Williams. Avid fan of literature and poetry. All right. Put your answers down. If you don't know, you're just going to have to guess. All right. Show them. What do you got? We got A, D, E. We've got a, a variety. We have a variety of a variety answers, of answers here. here. B. All right. What is the answer, Sam? I never anticipated this would be a tough uh, question, but maybe that's because I love poetry. Um, but anyway, the answer is indeed Ashley Williams. She often quotes famous authors from Earth. Uh, one of them is actually one of my favorite poems, Ulysses. So if you've never read Ulysses, I highly encourage it. Uh, go check it out. All right. Question. I think it's because Morden sings. That's why people picked him. Morden sings. Because he is a fan of poetry. Yes, indeed. Pirates of Penzance, uh, <laughs> Gilbert and Sullivan. That is one of Morden's favorite songs. And it's actually due to a, a um, funny Easter egg with the voice of Morden. The voice of Morden in Mass Effect 2 actually played on TV in a TV production of Gilbert, Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance in 1985. So that was a little uh, throwback that the writers put in for him. So question number five, what do the Geth call the War of the Corians? The Creator War, the Creator Conflict, the Exodus, the Morning War, or the Consensus? So I'll repeat it again. What do the Geth call the war with the Quarians? The Creator War? The Creator Conflict? The Exodus? The Morning War? Or the Consensus? Give you guys a few seconds to think about this one. Oh, those Geth. 
What would they call this? Put yourselves in the mind of a geth. Hmm. Hmm. No, the last time that happened, it hurt. <laughs> well, wouldn't it be minds? Well, well, the minds. Well, a a singular. Well, mm, mm. I've mind. And the hive mind of the geth. Hmm. Yeah, phrasing some things like that is difficult, isn't it? Uh, some of us have never been part of a hive mind in shows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see the answers. Show them. All right, we got we got some bunch of D's. We got a B and a, a C. Yep, I see a bunch of uh, D's, and those who would say D, the morning war, are correct. That is what the Geth call the war with the Corians. Point of clarification, just because I want to know, is it morning as in like sunrise morning or morning as in I'm sad and have lost something? Every spelling I've seen has been morning as in sunrise. Yeah. Well, that brings a different. Oh, yeah. It does play on the two meanings of that particular word. So it works. It's interesting to think about the difference in that, like it, it completely depending on which spelling it is, it's a completely different tone. I mean, that was when they woke up and became a true AI, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a great point. And I think that's exactly why uh, the writers went with that. And I, th I think it's pretty astute of some of our patrons here to pick up on the wordplay, the, the morning war, meaning morning as if you're mourning the loss of something. Picturing a guest standing on his front porch, like sipping a cup of coffee and the sun's coming up. And he's like, ah. Uh, it's the, the best part of waking up is Corian's off your fucking world. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Sam, do we want to do the bonus question on this or do we want to just move on? Why don't we uh why don't we save the bonus questions for the end if we need really like a lot of tiebreakers? Because I feel like we might. Um okay. and if not, you know, we can always just do them for fun. All right. So each of the correct questions, look back through your questions. Each of the correct ones you got on this was worth 50 credits. Oh, 50 credits. Did anybody each get each of the multiple choice, each of the multiple choice questions? So each of question, this second part, did anybody get all five correct? Wow. Hey, good job. All right. Nice. All right. So. We're going to be moving so all, to the wagering section. Sam? All five of the multiple choice questions worth 250 points or credits, and all 10 of the num numerical questions worth uh, 250 credits as well. So uh, maximum amount of points you might have is if you add the 250 to the 250, you get 500. You add that to the 1,000 you already had. But if you got all 10 right from the first section, you give yourself another plus 100 bonus uh, points. And if you got all five right from the second section, you give yourself another 100 bonus uh, points. So those who got all five right in the multi uh, multiple choice question category, go ahead and give yourself 100 bonus points uh, because you got all of those right. But as I remember, I don't think anyone got all 10 right from the first section. All right. Cool stuff. Tell you what, we're going to take a quick break and thank you guys and the rest of our patrons. And then we're going to come back and we're going to do the final round where you guys get to wager. And I'm going to give you a hint here. There are two wager questions. So 
think about your strategy. Think about how many points you have, how many you would like to to wager on your first and second question, and what you think you might want to do with the points that you have left. All right, we'll be right back. Message coming in. Patching it through. I am sovereign, and this station is mine. I like the sound of that. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Looking for an RPG podcast that isn't just D&D? Roll to cast is the answer. No, no, wait, sorry. What games have we played so far? Well, we've done Cyberpunk 2020. What does it mean to have a voice? And there's going to be something big coming, Chumba. Hey, if you're listening, I want to beat you. You suck. There was a time when we were slamming things against our phones and... <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. Chloe, Sam. You can't use those words! He's gonna grab Vincent, press him against the wall. I mesmerize him. This is Adelaide's Anarch movement. First out of your chair, your hand goes to your gun and you draw. Hulk Cthulhu. Told you I had it. Oh, we've all got the creeps going. I love it so I, much. Right there. Screechy child. <laughs> my favorite daughter. Maybe after what we just seen, we're feeling a bit trigger happy. And the new Cyberpunk Red. Babe, you're good, but. Better. Thought maybe you might be able to give me a counter-off. Straight through his neck. I don't see bone either, but I'm not gonna look. My leg's fine. I always knew you wanted to fly, kid. Come find me. Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. A new game every season. Original music. Original stories. Interviews with the creators. And delightful Aussie accents. Listen to us on all good podcatchers. Even support us on Patreon for bonus content. That's Roll to Cast. R-O-L-E. Come discover a new world. All right, here we are in the middle of the show, the part where I get to thank you guys, specifically you guys who are here with us right now and all of our other patrons for helping to support the show and Pipe Man and Sovereign and Stagger and Stumble and everybody else. Thank you so very much. You guys are awesome. You are what help me and Sam get to do this every week and make this a thing. So, man, you guys are the best. I, we can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you guys doing this and then being here once a month to hang out with us and do these fun game shows and chats and things. You guys are just the best. We love you so much. Also, I hope you guys are excited about getting these t-shirts and stickers that we made. And um, man, we're super excited about that. If you haven't checked them out yet, make sure you go to patreon.com slash Mass Effect Lorecast. Go, go look at the stuff that's posted on there. You got to scroll down a little bit now. There's a post with all the t-shirts that are set up. These are limited edition. 
if you are signed up right now as a tier four or higher person, you will be getting the t-shirts. If you're tier three, you'll be getting stickers. As long as you stay signed up, you will be getting each of these as they roll out every three months. Make sure, and you guys especially who are here with us right now, make sure your shipping information is accurate and is set up in your Patreon account. And these will automatically ship once you are signed up for three months in a row. And once these are gone off the Patreon, they will never be anywhere else ever again. They will not go up on the store. They will not be back up on Patreon. These are limited edition. These designs will not happen. They will not reoccur ever again. You can wear them on future episodes of the show. You can show them off. You can be like, hey, I got this when it came out. Nobody else ever is going to get this design ever again. So that's our big thank you to you guys. We didn't up the cost. We just kept things as they were. We wanted to say thank you for supporting us and for staying here and being part of this month after month. So thank you. A big, big thank you from me and Sam to you guys. Thank you for being here. Um, anything else we want to say, Sam? Usually we call their stuff out, but I feel like this show is all about these guys and I don't want to take too much of their time. Getting the support from people who actually know what the hell Mass Effect is, is a complete game changer. And I think it means that this show is different and always will be different from any other Mass Effect show out there. Yeah, it's for me, it's always been being involved with the community and building the community. I think you guys might have heard the new tagline that we put on the beginning of the shows uh, recently. Um, If you have it's uh, gaming, lore, stories, community, and these shows are always about those things. Gaming, the lore, the stories and the community. That's what all of the shows on the network are about. And like we wouldn't be doing this this if the community part wasn't there. So thank you to all of you guys for being a part of that. Why don't we move on with the rest of the show? Because we've got to get to the finale. We got to figure out who our winner is. So let's do that. Spit it out. Or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought. All right, here we go. This is it. Sam, do you want to... You want to ask out the, the 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 final questions for us? I know you set up this thing. This is this is your baby. So we've got yeah, we've got two questions on your yes. on your paper. Before we ask the questions, I want you to write question one Q one and put a wager. Question two, put a wager. You got it. And the total of those two wagers can't be more than your total sum of your credits right now. So you might have to do a little bit of math. Quick maths. Quick maths. You can't Just to wager. clarify, we're, yes, like we're putting up points to win if we get the question right and lose if we get the question wrong. Yes. Yes. So le- easy math. Let's say you are at a total of 1,500 credits. You could wager... 10, you could wager 1,000 on the first one and 500 on the second one. You could wager 1,500 on the first one, but then you, would, you wouldn't be able to wager any on the second one. You could wager none on the first one and none on the second one. You could play it totally safe and just assume that you're going to get them both wrong. <laughs> like, you, can, you could wager one on the first one and 1,499 on the second one. Whatever strategy you want to go with. Right? Whatever, whatever however many points... You think, but whatever you wager, you'll potentially win, right? So if you wager all of your points, you could completely double the amount of points that you have by the end of this. You could wager 50% of your points total, right? So you could wager a total of 750 of your points 
think don't wager 750 points so that you keep at least half of them if you get it both wrong whatever strategy you want on question two that we won on question one nope okay nope we're just gonna you just have to guess right now does that sound fair sam yeah i think that's fair so you oh, can, are we picking our wagers for both questions right now? Yes, you're picking your wagers oh, for okay. both yes. questions. This is a blind wager for both questions. And you have to write it down right now. And then you, we're all going to show, when I say when I say show them, we're all going to show the wagers right now so that we can see it ahead of time. This is part of, this is part of making sure it's fair because we're all remote, right? We want to make sure that everybody's wagers are fair. Nobody can change them in the future. There's no, there's no funny business. Do we have a category, Sam? Do we want to give them at least a category, like a hint? Mm. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is, this is tough stuff. This is just Mass Effect. Yeah. Just Mass yes. Effect. I want it to be totally fair in terms of how people are wagering. So no hints. No hints. All right. So everybody have your wagers down. All right, here we go. Put them up. Let's see both of your wagers. All right, wagers are up. There we go. We got the proof. Some people are a little bit more conservative. Some people are going all in. All right, there we go. All right, uh, wager question numero uno. Uh, explain the basic science or scientific theory that allows the galaxy's spacefaring species to travel at faster than light speeds. Like, what is it called? Yes. Yeah, so obviously, what is it called? But I, I'd like a brief explanation, just very, very brief, very brief explanation of the science mm-hmm. behind the thing that allows everyone in the Milky Way that travels through space to travel at faster than light speeds. Mm-hmm. 2,500 words. You've got <laughs> double space. Yeah, double space. You've got two weeks. You've got to turn it in. You can, if if uh, Sam is not in his office, you can slide it under the door. <laughs> and by the way, the, the name isn't important. You don't have to get the name correct. I'm going to be very flexible about the name of this scientific you know, uh, um, theory idea. Um, so you don't have to get that part right. The more important part is just explaining what, what is actually happening. Like what is the mechanism? Yeah, what is actually happening? And, you know, I think I, I would like to go patron by patron to hear their explanations. Right. But you have to write it down. We have to show it on the screen and then you, we're going to go patron to patron to, to read it. Right. That way we, we can go back and say like, Oh, this person changed it. That's not right. Like again, right. again, keeping it all above bar because there is a real reward here. I'm not saying I don't trust anyone, but I don't trust anyone. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, guess I don't I just, trust the Lardia. I guess I just said I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone. <laughs> There's one thing I've learned trust. in this world is that I don't trust anyone. People, I don't trust people. I just have stick figures and arrows. Does that count? <laughs> yes. If it's clear. Interpretive dance. Uh, yeah, if you want to do interpretive dance, that's where that, that's fine. We'll just we'll we'll fuck it. We'll do an interpretive as dance. As long as we can't see your butt. Don't show us your butt. 
That's called a callback joke. Yes, and not meant literally. Uh, <laughs> Sam wants to see your butt. We would like to stay on Twitch. Please don't <laughs> Please do that. Please don't get us uh, kicked off of Twitch. <laughs> I know right, anyone, anyone need Come more in. time? Come <laughs> All right, right. Turbo Toboggan needs some more time. Uh, we'll give you uh, about 10 more seconds. I'm done. Oh, All right. Never mind. He didn't need you 10 seconds. No more seconds. He's good. All right. All right. Trevor, you good? Yes, sir. All right. Trevor's good. Everybody's good. All right. All right. Hold up your pages to the screen. There we go. Oh, wow. Look at this. We got we got some quick answers, some longer answers. All right. Here we go. Backwards. Okay. Just... Uh, why don't we start top left? I don't know what your screen actually looks Everybody's like. Screens might be different. So why don't you call them out, Sam? You call them out and we'll just kind of go go through the list. Sure. Uh, why don't we start with Turbo Toboggan? probably wrong but um i i don't know the theory but like it, it makes a field that makes uh the object lighter so they can achieve near light speed because the closer light speed you get the heavier you get okay so i'm gonna hold off on saying who's right until the very end um so thank you for for that um, thank you for your answer psych. turbo toboggan <clears throat> i had uh using easier to lower raise massive objects to go through space Thank you for the answer. Trevor? I wrote Mass Effects uses element zero and electric current to raise or lower the mass of an object. Okay. Uh, and Genesis? I put Mass Effect barriers are created with element zero, allowing, tra allowing travel to the relays. Okay. Teacup, what do you got? Uh oh. Teacup, you're muted still. Uh, the use of element zero to manipulate mass mass effect fields of an object. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks, Tika. And Sarah? I wrote mass effect in parentheses. Element zero allows for matter to be reduced by a certain amount to make it capable of moving faster for the duration of the flight in parentheses FTL. And a little, a little gong sound there at the end. That was cool. Sorry, that's my water bottle. <laughs> that's fine. She was entering FTL. It was, she was emphasizing her answer. Bong! At the end. That was good. Lena, what do you got? I mean, at this point, I'm asking myself if I've even pl played Mass Effect. <laughs> oh, like, no! Do you even Mass Effect? Yeah, like... <laughs> It's embarrassing. Like, just ignore me. Just, just go on. <laughs> oh no! You don't even want to read it out. <laughs> That's okay. I, I don't know. Like, I know I didn't even know it has something to do with ESO, but like, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Pipe Man, what do you got? So um, I wrote ESO, bitches. Um, a uh, element zero, also known as ESO. Um, you can apply either a positive or negative charge to it. And what it does is it alters your um, applied mass, which allows you to travel, you know, through, through quarters of empty space. Thank you. Thank you. And Sovereign. So I put uh, element zero raises and lowers an object's mass, and it does this uh, when an electrical current is applied. It releases dark energy, creating a mass effect field. You know, this warms my heart. Uh, you are just all so fucking fantastic. You all got it. 
So very nice. Congratulations. I warmed the cockles of my heart. I thought, you know, for sure, if we go too scientific, maybe that would be a little bit too difficult. Um, but I, I don't, I, I have not been let down today. It's what the series is called. <laughs> it is. It's the that's, name of the series. That's very true. It is the name is, of the series. One of the one of the reasons I, I picked the question. Isn't it the same theory that allows for the use of biotics as well? It is. It is indeed the same theory that allows for the use of biotics. And it is the same theory that allows for the use of the weapons that are used in Mass Effect because they don't use ammunition. They just slice off a very thin piece of a metal block and propel it at very high speeds. And somehow a toothbrush. Yep. <laughs> also a toothbrush that uh, somehow doesn't shred your gums. I've been uh, taking probiotics with no discernible effect. So well, that's, a, that's a shame. I was hoping that you were like manipulating things at a distance by this point. I almost blew up a kid once. <laughs> um, awesome. Congratulations. Add the amount of points that you wagered to your total. And now we're moving on to the final question. All right, Sam, yes, what is our are. final question? Dun, dun, dun. All right. We have wager question number two. Name every major sentient Milky Way species, a.k.a. everyone that we've done an episode on besides the Protheans and besides the Yogg. Name every single one and their home world. And so their want, home world. We want a list. We want a list of the species and their home world. Species, homeworld, species, homeworld, species, homeworld. Should we give them a total number that we're looking for so they can kind of know when they've hit it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I actually did not count. We'll count. One, two, um, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So there are thirteen. When you've hit thirteen, you know you're there. And this does not include... Well, I don't know. It does include humans. So we'll give you that. It includes humans. That's a freebie. That's a freebie. I think we all know the human homeworld. Oh, crap. What is the human homeworld? Soul. It's Eden Prime. Well, we don't live on the sun. It's the, it's <laughs> the soul system. We, we live on the earth. <laughs> Cue Daft Punk around the world. Around the world, around the world. I wonder if Buddy Bot can sing that. Around the world, around the world, around the. That's pretty. That's pretty close. Indistinguishable. Get Kevin to sing it. Get Kevin to sing it. Um, here, let me. I can try that. I can tinker with this while you guys are doing your thing. Uh, if you guys have not listened to learn about SCP Foundation with your new best friend Kevin the SCP bot around the world, around the world, around the world, around the world. All right, ready? This is going to be Kevin's contribution to society. <laughs> you ready for this? This is going to be amazing. Here it goes. Around the world, around the world, around the world, around the world, around the world. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good. Fucking bars. <laughs> love what i'm hearing in the studio there all right <laughs> kevin's a, a master lyricist 
If I can come up with a question that I believe will stump Sam, can I earn bonus points? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I like it. Um, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> uh, we might want to consider that for the next episode because that, yeah, what maybe the, cor- what does maybe the next breath smell like? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what does a Corian's breath smell like? Mm, I'm imagining um, like a like a dirty goldfish tank. Ugh. Curry and vodka. Ugh. I imagine the live ships being like a primate house at the zoo or something. It's just humid and it stinks. <laughs> Dog food. Dog food? Garris. I mean, like, you know, dogs have like dog food breath. I mean, they don't really brush their teeth. What would Korean food smell like? I mean, I guess the chemical makeup is very different, right? So, like, it would be very distinct. Probably just got a straw that comes out of the helmet and slurps it up in like a slurpy form. <laughs> I'm imagining something mosquito-like. I believe it was an emergency induction port. <laughs> Indeed yes. it was. Yes. That's what it was. <laughs> All right. How much more time do you think we need? Mm, it is a little bit, but I think if people I, know it, then they know it. Can I ask one clarifying question? You have one. <laughs> for, the, on. for the drill, are we doing the original or when they move to the Hanar? Either are acceptable. Okay. Around the world, around the world. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Kevin just wants to keep singing. It's my thing, man. Yes, Kevin, we know. I'm also blaming you guys for why I couldn't figure out the last name of this one, because all I could think of is Danny DeVito. And I almost <laughs> wrote down... <laughs> Danny DeVolos. Oh, no. We've ruined it. We've ruined it forever. <laughs> you will never not think of Danny DeVito now. Bonus farts. Oh, so I blasted him. <laughs> With my wind. So anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> anyway, I just started blasting. <laughs> oh, no. I am a biotic god. <laughs> <laughs> you think anybody just goes bolus tipping what if we raised what if we did a uh, a fundraiser what if we did like a um uh what's the site where you raise money when you do stuff a, go fund me or something like that for a mod pack where we get a really good danny devito like voice impersonator to replace all the volus dialogue in the Mass Effect games, like a mod that replaces Volus dialogue with Danny DeVito. That might be possible, like wages per hour. I'm thinking you probably mm-hmm. wouldn't need more than a thousand dollars. Yeah, we could just raise like a thousand bucks. We yeah. could pay a voice actor and then like a mod modder, someone who can code in, you know, just replace all the MP3 files, swap them all out, and then like, you know, like. I don't know, a patch file that would just patch it all 
out for all three games. Yeah, there's really not a lot. Um, here to do all the recording. Can you do it, Danny DeVito? If you guys can find the actor, I'll do all, You'll the, do all, the, all the recording. Okay. I'm an actor. Can I you can do it? Can you do Danny DeVito's voice? Give me a little bit of time to work on it. All right, you work on it. We'll put it. We'll put together a GoFundMe. Maybe we can we can pay you guys for your time. We just need somebody who can who can patch that in, who can actually do the coding to like swap out the files. What is Danny DeVito's voice? You I imagine voice like the most picked on race in the Citadel. Yeah, go go watch like, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Danny DeVito. <laughs> And then listen to the Volus episode of the Lorecast. <laughs> so I just blasted him. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> oh man, it's low and gargly. Oh, no, Danny DeVito like that's what his voice is. All right, well, all right. You guys have the answers. You good? I think I think they probably got. Him. I think if this they is it. If they don't have him by now, then they're looking them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. No. I just don't know them. All right, here we go. Everybody, get ready. We're gonna show all the answers. Yes. Yeah, show your answers on screen. Ready? Three. And two, as you're showing one, as you're showing them, I'm gonna go ahead and read off the correct answers. So keep them up at the camera. Uh, the correct answers. Now remember, there are, are thirteen. If you have more or less than thirteen, then it's not right. The correct answers are Turians from Palavan, Salarians from Sirkesh, Asari from Thessia, humans from that little rock called Earth, uh, Krogans from Tuchanka, Volus from Irun, Elcor from Dukuna, Vorcha from Heshtok. That one actually was difficult for me to remember. Uh, as well as the Batarians from Karshan. Drell are from Rakana. We also accepted Kaje for that. Hanar are from Kaje. Of course, that is their homeworld. The Quarians are from Rannoch. But we would also accept the Migrant Fleet, if you wrote the Migrant Fleet. Uh, and the Geth... We would also say their homeworld is Rannoch. Uh, however, if you wrote the Perseus Vale, we will count that as well. All right. So did anybody get all of those correct? Oh, right. Vervada. Vervada, you got it right. And uh, Sovereign? Sov, did, did I see pointing, that you got it? But there's 14 there. So what's our call on that? Would you have Leviathan on there also. Uh, if he included a bonus one, but he he got all the others that we listed, why not? So that counts as well? Yeah, I mean, it, he answered more than he needed to, so I think okay. um, that right. probably counts. All right, cool. So if you got that right, add add those points, whatever you wagered on. And if you are got we, it wrong, are, you're are subtracting. We, are we, are we get them all. What was that? Sorry? Do you have, you have to get them all correct, or are we doing par- points There's for... no partial. You have to okay. get them all correct. If you missed any of those, then you got the answer wrong. You have to subtract the points you wagered from your total. All right. I use my phone for the calculator now. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Do your final calculations. Get your final points in. And we're going to do a raising of the hands. We're going to see who has their hands raised. Don't don't show your final points. We're going to do a raising of the hands. And we're going to give you a second to finish calculations. And 
We're going to start at who finished at Gravati, you good? Just calculate it out. All right. So we started at a thousand points. Did you finish? Did you break even? Did you break even at a thousand points or more? Raise your hand. Oh, Lena didn't do it. I'm sorry, Lena. But most of you guys did. Congratulations. All right. Did you keep your hand up if you are still alive? If you if you got through this with an extra 500 credits at 1500 points, keep your hands up. Wow. Most of you guys did. Look at that. Congratulations. Nice work. All right. Did you double your score at 2000 credits? Oh, oh, we've got two, two people still in. We've got we've got trevor and sovereign is that what i'm seeing trevor and sovereign still in all right trevor how many points did you have at the end um precisely 2000 right at 2000 and yes, sovereign sir. sovereign's at 3075 Dang. big winner sovereign wins well, <laughs> sovereign. nicely well, done nicely done nicely done um all in the lucky mask <coughs> Lucky mask. I should have bet. It's because so he's much a more. reaper. It's because he's a reaper. The reapers know. I just all. didn't answer the second question at all. I, I just there was no way. So, so there was a tiebreaker that I had reserved, and this one will just be for fun. Uh, I will be just severely impressed. It doesn't really count for anything if anyone can get it right. Uh, what is? My favorite quote from the series. I have mentioned it during the lore cast before. Oh, I should go. Oh, <laughs> I think Turbo Toboggan might have a, an idea. I, Wait, is it? I have an idea, but I don't remember the quote, but I know who says it and when they say it. Exactly. I know who and when. And, and the, I know it's the... kind of about something, mm. too. Wait a minute. You like Tally, right? Me? Yes. No, uh, <laughs> N7. Oh, there's no hints here. There, 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 there is, there is a correct answer. Actually, there's, there's two correct answers that I will accept by the way, because I've said it twice and I, I listened back, uh, to another episode. I know I said it twice. Oh, uh, you say, you say Kila Salai a lot on your, uh, I'm streaming notifications. I know that. That I, I, I did. I, think I know it. I Wait, I can I it. guess? Cause I don't think I'm right, but go for it. <laughs> go ahead, guess. Is it the, at the end with Garrus? Right before you do the beam run and he's he i remember you mentioned it like way earlier about him doing the like i have an order for you what i can't i romanced him so what he says oh, is yeah. different well, what does he say a, to normal people to normal yeah people? That, that's um that is an amazing quote may you be in heaven half an hour before the devil knows you're dead uh that is an amazing quote and i do love that one uh however it's not my favorite from the series figured i was wrong but it's the only thing i could remember that that's you said you guess. liked that's a good guess i can just go ahead and uh i can just go ahead and i've had enough of your disingenuous accusations <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it this? it's actually you big stupid jellyfish no i'm kidding um uh, oh i was gonna uh, i was gonna do the big stupid jellyfish. you have got to be kidding me <laughs> therefore as a faithful servant of the enkindlers we too must serve the reapers you Big stupid jelly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not that one. 
it's, it's not that one. And I think Blasto actually has a quote that's something along the lines of this one, or you must be fornicating with this one or something like that. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, that's not it either, but that is pretty funny. Um, no, the, the quote that I was thinking of uh, was after time adrift among open stars, along tides of light and through shoals of dust, I will return to where I began. And yes, uh, some of you were onto that. That is spoken by Tally. Oh, her loyalty mission. Is she your wife? So, so I was half right. Is that from the movie she likes? No, no. Oh. It's her passphrase to get onto the migrant fleet. Oh. Yep. I forgot. (laughs) There was another possible answer to that. And that, of course, is everyone's favorite Javik quote. uh, Stand amongst the ashes of a trillion dead souls and ask the ghosts if honor matters. The silence is your answer. Ooh. It's kind of dark. It's very dark. That's That's kind of rough. Javik entirely. Yeah. That's kind of. Well, guys, thank you Thank you for joining us. This has been super fun. And Kitty Cats. Hello, Kitty Cats. And uh, congratulations to Sovereign. Thank you again for being here. And we're going to be sending you out your reward. I hope you wear it wear it with pride and show oh, it I off. Will. And um, uh, please do send us your address so we can ship it to you. We'll be sending that away to you. And hopefully the shipping doesn't take forever. So you can show it off to everybody. And guys, thank you for being here. Um, there's a there's a lot of you normally we'd go through and just say how everyone can be reached and things but please uh just if you guys would like to chat with any of our patrons i'm sure they would love to talk mass effect with you guys we are chatting in there all the time on the robots radio discord you can reach out to any of them on the robots radio discord and if you guys have any cool things you are doing um speaking directly to our patrons who are here right now please share that on the robots radio discord if you are doing so many cool projects or things that you do on the side and you want to share that stuff please share it on the discord i know a lot of us have other creative endeavors things that we're doing out there um this that's part of being part of our community so please share links to other things you're doing i would love to check out any cool stuff you're doing like art or content creation or even just other side projects and things so please share that stuff i would love to see it i know a lot of people in our community would love to see it and you know twitter accounts and things like that so please go on there go onto the robots radio discord go into the mass effect channel share that stuff that's where all that stuff is going to be thank you for being here guys this has been super fun sam anything else you want to say before we go uh, you know, I just wanted to thank of our, our patrons again, as I mentioned during the uh, middle of the, the show, and I saw some comments in chat, maybe my audio didn't come through. Um, I sincerely appreciate all of the patrons um, who support our show. And, and of course, the tier four patrons and higher that are here with us tonight. Interacting with the community is part of the reason that I originally you know, decided to do this. Um, so you all make it worth it. I know that sounds so cliche and then maybe fucking cheesy but it's true um and I, I really do mean that from the bottom of my heart yeah absolutely thank you for being here and uh we'll see you next time we'll be back next week with a one of our regular episodes what are we diving into next week so we are going to be continuing our sub-series on the factions of mass effect and uh, I think we have a decent chunk of our listenership that has been waiting for this episode. We are going to be covering Cerberus 
on the next episode. And that is going to be uh, an episode and a half. And I might mean that literally. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not quite episodes. sure. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. I'm, it, it might end up having to be two episodes. I haven't um, began the research on it. I don't know how long the uh, show notes are going to be. I, I generally determine whether or not uh, these episodes are going to be multiple episodes based on how many pages are these show notes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Some of them get pretty yeah. long too. So, um, but we always want to make sure we do the topic justice. So if it, it ends up being something that seems longer than an episode, we'll span it for two episodes in order to cover everything well, rather than cut out content. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see you next week talking about some service stuff and until then stay safe. We'll see you guys out there. Thanks again for being here. See you guys next time. do that when I have to uh, alright see you guys later bye bye thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast we'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord also you can send us an email at Mass Effect Lorecast at gmail.com following is a public service announcement from the Starter Set Dungeons and Dragons podcast this is your D&D campaign. This is the starter set podcast. You know how like poison frogs don't lick each other's backs? So it's Howl's Moving Castle mm-hmm. with a face. Mm. Hey there, I'm Great Mandibles. Because <laughs> one of the party speaks abyssal. You're all going to die. <laughs> and then adventure falls into your lap. Plop. This is your D&D campaign after listening to the starter set podcast. So join Sam and Ed every Friday on the Starter Set Podcast for Prime Dungeons & Dragons content. Any questions? Hey Guardians, we are the Destiny Show Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Destiny 2. We invite amazing guests from the Destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of Destiny. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you starside. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.